New studio, who dis? New studio, who dis? Stu, Stu, studios. So, is it plural in the song? No, it's it's studio. First of all, it's not studio. What? Shut up! No. Su Su Studio. No. The name of the song. Studio. No, the name. There's no such word as studio. Oh my god! You know what? What first studio? Okay. Phil Collins. Studio. While you look that up, I'm going to explain. Oh, here it is. S-U-S-S-U-D-I-O. Name of the song. No way. Uh, Hold on. Are you Bluetoothed in? I am. I am indeed Bluetoothed in. I hope that you're ready. What is that sound? Is that the video? Yeah. Studio. Studio. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, Stu Stu Studio. I, you know, I think this might actually be the theme for our first show. Commonly misheard pop culture references. Susudio. Susudio. Wow. Yeah. Here's the lyrics. Just blew your mind, didn't it? There's this girl that's been on my mind all the time. Sue. Sue. Sue Studio. Studio. Who's named Studio? No one. It's Phil Collins. He can do whatever he wants. He's he's a savage for this one. He, Phil Collins is savage anyways. Have you ever heard the whole story, the something in the air tonight, like urban legend that goes around it? No. Okay. So you know that song's the scariest song in the whole world. No. Yes. You know what song I'm talking about. Well, yeah, but I get it confused with the Lion King, th- King theme song because it's the same chords. I don't know that okay. song. Okay. I'll pull uh, up Lion King. You pull up okay. Air Tonight. I got I got Air Tonight, which is also the greatest drum solo ever. Oh, that's not the song I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? No. Is from Lion King. Okay. Right? Maybe. Lion King. Yeah, I King. think so. Yes. That's Lion King King Phil Knight. And then Phil Collins has one that's um Do you have me on mute or I something? did. Unmute me real quick. Oh, this is the greatest have, oh have you seen Greatest the, Greatest drum solo. <clears throat> have you seen the deer that gets stuck in the kids slide? Yes, I have. We have to play that. Yeah. Deer in Play. Okay, so that line right there, um, there's a story that goes along with this, and it's super fucking creepy. Um, Here's the deer while you're while you're telling that story. <laughs> it's so awesome. That's the deer. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so I don't exactly remember the whole thing about it. Supposedly, maybe it was Phil Collins was a little kid and he was swimming with like his family and his brother or something, and or someone, family friend, and that person drowned. And there was a, a man there that like could have helped, and he just stood there and didn't help. And so supposedly what? Phil Collins wrote this song about that man and then tracked that man down or something and had him like come to a show uh-huh. and played it and like put like a spotlight on that dude in the middle of the crowd. What? It, it, like I said, it's probably urban legend. It's was, probably not true. But was Phil Collins there watching that guy do nothing? So Phil was also doing nothing? I don't know. That's a really good point. I never mm. thought of before. Something tells me that this is once again an urban legend that's not true. Right. Because that seems really in depth. Well, let's do a deep dive on it. Yeah. Well, there's um What's okay. Here you go. Uh Oh, Colin says that he wrote the song about the anger he felt after divorcing his first wife. Mm. He was devastated and he left Genesis for a short time. Lingering tension caused by the divorce. Here's, Ned Collins. Here's a two-minute um, clip from The Tonight Show where he explains in the air tonight. Yeah, I don't really want to pl- waste two minutes of our time. All right, what about a one-minute clip? Okay. No ads. Here's an ad. Three, two, one, skip. This is called Face Value. It didn't sound like anything else when it came out. I mean, the drums are very loud. Listen to his little tiny English voice. very dark. Oh, he's so bald. And, uh, he's no, so bald. I, wasn't the first I don't think he can walk anymore. Really? He was he's doing like dark. he sits in concert. I don't think people understood what it was about. And I, I, I've only started thinking about this recently because you've got to answer questions, you know. But most of my stuff is heart on your sleeve, you know. I, I say it like I mean it. Whereas that song is uh i don't know what it means you know i mean i improvise those lyrics so i can't actually tell anybody what they mean and so when there's this urban myth about what it's about it's like it's not about that at all because i don't even know what it's, it's about, about the hell. well that's no fun um here it is <clears throat> the meaning of the song became a pervasive urban myth the story which is not true is that Phil Collins wrote the song about a man who watched another drown and then sung it to him at a concert. Another variation claims that when Collins was a young man, he witnessed a man drowning along with someone else but was too far away to help. Later, he hired a private detective to find the man, sent him free tickets to his concert, and premiered the song that night with a spotlight on the man the whole time. We repeat, these stories are not true. Hmm. Bum deal, because, I mean, that'd be fucking super creepy. Yeah. Hi, I'm Phil Collins. I'm going to invite you to this show, and then I'm going to put a spotlight on you and sing to you the creepiest song of all time. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Looking up Phil Collins' conspiracy theories. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, what are some other famous myths? Five conspiracy conspiracy theories about famous song lyrics debunked. Yeah, well, I think we've already debunked it, though. Right. But this could be four other ones that we haven't yet. Oh, all right. I'm in. Okay. Lord is as far older than she claims. Mm, I don't know. She looks pretty young. 
the conspiracy theory. When New Zealand musician Lord, real name Ella Mar Marja, Marija, sure. Lana, Yelick O'Connor, <laughs> born nineteen question mark question mark, came to public attention with her 2013 hit Royals. There seemed to be a disparity of age and wisdom. How could a 17-year-old write music with such polish and, and knowledge of the world? Her age was surely a hoax. Um, side note, do you know the story about royals? No. Even cooler, this one's true. She actually has confirmed this. Um, when she was a little kid, sitting at home in New Zealand, uh, I think it was that she would go through old like magazines and there was a magazine that had, it was the 1985 Kansas City Royals, George Brett, when they won the World Series. No way. And he was on the cover of it. And that was just something that all, his jersey that said Royals mm -hmm. stuck out in her brain. Wow. And that's what she, like, that was the premise for her writing that song. Mm -hmm. Royals. Hmm. That's my hometown, by the way. Go, George Brett. Well, this conspiracy further goes for one thing she made slips in 2014 interview with rookie bag she said a book resonated with her as a teenager i mean i am still a teenager in quotes later speaking to lena dunham for days she said her mother was the daughter of escapees from the first world war okay that would make her old 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 right in a jokey piece for gawker which relied on the fact that lord hadn't got the world wars mixed up Writer Jordan Sargent calculated the generational gap to be impossible. Okay. Lord Age Truthers. Age in, Truthers. Right? As they became to, came to be known online, cited the above lyrics <sighs> from Team. Team. Truth as we know it. Lord was indeed born in 1996, as was proven when hairpin journalist Emma Carmichael applied to New Zealand for the singer's birth certificate and published it online. So how old is she? Well, 96, she'd be 24. So she's, she wasn't lying. Mm -mm. She was just dumb. Ugh. Um, here, you know what? I'm just going to get off the conspiracy theories topic. Let's Are you just, sure? Yeah. The next one is David Bowie warns us about his death in a coming uh, cosmic oh, apocalypse. From Black Star, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> or Beyonce is hiding the identity of Becky with the good hair. No, we all know that was Rachel Roy. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> Kanye West 2002 car crash was faked. Didn't even know he got in a car crash. Cool. Me neither. Okay. Phil Collins watched a man drown and we've come full circle there. We've come full circle. Yep. Um, I want to tell you one of my other favorite misheard song lyrics okay since we su -su studioed and studioed <sighs> you just blew my studio mind <laughs> that was dumb hold me closer tony danza of course yes but it's fun to sing it that way it's, i can't sing it any other way now right my the whole reason i don't go sit in the front row at concerts is because when they put the camera on the crowd oh, they'll see your mouth saying the wrong thing always somebody singing the wrong thing totally, totally. okay Most i will tell you like i um I did a little short run. It was James Taylor and Elton John mm -hmm. in South America together. And every night we would go out on the side of the stage to listen to Tiny Dancer. And even then, standing on the side of the stage with Elton John right in front of me, I couldn't sing it without singing Tony, Tony Danza. Dan That's the first thing that comes up in the mentalfloss.com article, the 10 most often butchered song lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, 
the, uh, going one to ten, number one is Purple Haze. Excuse me while I kiss, kiss this gu guy. Oh, kiss this guy. Yeah, and then it's Tiny it's Dancer. Kiss this guy, though, right? Yeah. Guy, yeah. And then Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann. Uh, the <laughs> the misheard lyric is wrapped up like a douche. Another rumor in the night. What's the correct lyric? Revved up like a deuce. That makes a like lot a more sense. Like a deuce coop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another runner in the night. Okay, that makes a lot more sense than wrapped up like a douche. This next one is insane. Brian Adams, Summer of '69. Yeah. Misheard lyric. Got my first real six string. That's the real lyric. Got it. Oh, okay. I got my first real sex dream. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, number five, Message in a Bottle by the Police. Mm. The misheard lyric. <laughs> <laughs> a year has passed since I broke my nose. <laughs> a year has passed since, since I, I wrote, wrote my, my notes. Note. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a deep one. I don't know if I'm going to get this one. Okay. Uh, the Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight by R.E.M. Yeah. Miss her lyric, Calling Jamaica. Uh-huh. The real lyric, Call me when you try to wake her. Okay. Um, Fuck R.E.M. I, no, I would... Hey, first of all, don't ever. I would definitely, though, refer over... To misheard lyrics from It's the End of the World. Yes. Because everyone knows the first, like, two lines of it. And after that, you just make shit up. Yeah. The next two are really good. Okay. Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. The misheard lyric. It doesn't make a difference if, if you're naked or not. Doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. That's right. And then Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds by the yeah. Beatles. Yeah. The girl with colitis goes by. No, it's the girl with kaleidoscopes. Kaleidoscope eyes. Right. Yeah. All right, what's the, the, the last two? <laughs> All right. Oh, these are good. Uh, number nine, Bad Mood Rising by Credence Clearwater Revival. Otherwise known as CCR to CCR. Listeners. And you can't listen to it unless you're in a helicopter at war in Vietnam. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Or my, like, 87 Cutlass in high school. That's right. <laughs> we called it the Love Coffin. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's a bathroom on the right. There's a bad moon on the rise. <laughs> All right. The last one is Madonna. Oh, shit. <laughs> like a virgin. Hey. Touched for, for the, the very 31st first, time. It's for the very first time. <laughs> I never Poor even. Madonna. Yeah. Well, she's Poor probably. Madonna and she's, Jelly Bean. Benitez. She's been touched more than 31 times for Oh, dude. Sure. Have you ever seen the, uh, the sex documentary that she did? Hold What's please. the name of it? They did a coffee table book. Right. Let's cut while we Truth watch it. Truth or Dare. Um, no, I haven't seen it. it. It's actually really, really good. Um. I mean, it's pretty groundbreaking for when it was made to go, yeah, go ahead and make this. And guess what? Huh? In 30 seconds. 15 minutes. That'll be the first episode of Misty and Ike Ruin the Internet. Not bad. All about misunderstood I got one lyrics. for you. Okay. Quick. Buzzer beater. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Uh, a song called Good For You. The opening line is, I'm 14 carats. Everyone thought. That it said, I'm farting carrots. <laughs> <laughs> she does fart carrots. She does. I've seen it. She does. And she farts diamonds as well. 14 carat ones. So. 
Well, uh, we'll see you next time. All we right. have to go touch ourselves 31 times. Bye now. Bye, everybody. <laughs>